Right, here we go. Story number one. Right, there's a there's a chap called Richard, and um, he's he's been married to Tracy for two for two years, aye, two years, and uh, they've got a lovely place in in Buckinghamshire. Uh, Richard works in a car dealership. Uh, he's quite high up, makes a lot of a lot of decisions um, in terms of stock and. New cars moving in, old cars going out, that type of thing. A lot, a lot of figures flying about. Uh, it's pressure, but uh, he handles it. And uh, Tracy, she's she's a doctor, a local doctor. Works at the the the, the local surgery. Uh, so you know, there's there's never been too much stress within their life. You know, they they both met. You know, when they were when they were seventeen, and you know, Richard, he, growing up, he, he never really had you know, many friends as per se, but I think he met Tracy at the right time. His school was finishing and he and he, he had the opportunity to fulfil a life with a, a childhood sweetheart. And uh you know, marriage was always on the cards. It was it was it was destiny, some may say. But um I over over the last few years it's you know, the honeymoon period once that's gone and Things things aren't as rosy as they as they once were. The excitement's gone, the spark's gone. You know, you know Richard's a, you know he's doing well in his job, and Tracy has. You know, they, they're they're a, an elite family living in Buckinghamshire. They host the, all the Christmases each year. You know, they get late at the in laws over, you know, hosting dinner parties. They shop at Waitrose. You know, they they're, they're doing well for themselves, but the. Problems are that Richard just doesn't make the effort anymore, and I'm not just talking about with the dinner. I'm not just talking about day-to-day activities. I'm talking about the bedroom. Things have dried up there, and Tracy's bored. Tracy, that spark before they were married, there was a lot of excitement. Richard used to make a lot of effort, but you know, I think for Richard, it's it's hard to blame one party. You know, maybe Tracy's got some fault in it as well. Maybe her head's been turned, but there's no suggestion um, to, to, to allude that anyone's been playing away. But anyway, so, you know, it's came to a point where the marriage has been on for two years and the couple are in their early 30s. They've got the house, they've got the money, you know, maybe things aren't feeling quite right. But, you know, they they think, they, well, the solution is let's have a kid, let's try for a kid. And, you know, Richard, he's... You know, he's 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 a young, healthy man. He's balding. He's balding, and he's ginger. But he's, you know, other than that, uh, all his all his statistics uh, are up to scratch. And you know, Tracy, she's a doctor. She knows about nutrition. So they're trying, but unfortunately, it comes to the point of that there's nothing they can do. There, apparently, Tracy's not able to conceive, and. For them, this this was the thing that was going to save their marriage, is to have a kid. You know, they have to go back to the drawing board. They have money. So Richard thinks, and Tracy thinks, look, we're not going to give up. Let's go for IVF treatment. So Tracy's got an appointment, and um, it's, it's around like December, late December. Not late December, early December. And... Um, Unfortunately, uh, I'm not even I'm not even backing him. I'm not even defending him. But Richard misses the appointment. This is the con the con- consultation appointment. Uh, Tracy is livid. 
she's red like a, a tomato. She's, you know, she's bursting with anger. And, um, you know, she comes home and, and she's had about six missed calls and she's ignored them. And Richard comes back and he's like, I'm sorry, Tracy, I'm so sorry. There was nothing I can do. The shipment just came in for Dusseldorf for the new German cars. That they, this is one of our top clients. He said, look, 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 Richard, if you're not ready for this, if you don't want it, just let me know and I'll go find someone else who is. He's like, what's that supposed to mean? And she's like, oh, I don't know where your head's at. She's like, this is a moment for us. This is what we wanted. I thought this was going to bring our marriage together. We're going to fulfill a dream. We're going to have a family. And he's like, look, I want this. And she's like, do you? You don't seem like it. Richard's kind of scratching his head and he said, look, I had no option. I had to be there. I had to see that deal through. It was a two million deal. She's like, I don't give a goddamn. I need you here. I need you here right now. I needed you today. And when it came to it, when push came to shove, you weren't, you weren't there for me. You're too busy with your interior, interior leather bloody seats. And Richard actually didn't even tell her, but he went for a drink afterwards as well. She couldn't smell it often, but she knew, you know, he was sheepish and kind of staggered in. And it looks, it looks like they've hit rock bottom. So it's dinner that evening. And Tracy's prepared a lovely, lovely roast, lovely roast, um, potatoes, all the, all the trimmings, everything, getting in spirit of that Christmas. And Richard sat there and, you know, they've eaten and they're having a little coffee on the sofa. And Richard says, actually, put the coffee down. And he goes through to the, the wine cellar and he comes back up comes back up from the basement from the wine cellar and he says look I'm sorry about today if I could turn back the clock I would and she's like would you do you really care and he's like yeah of course and he goes look actions speak louder than words and he pours her a what glass of wine and she has a sip and he has a sip and he puts her glass down and he sticks his tongue down her throat and he gives her the most passionate kiss that she's ever received in the last year and she says, where's that? Where's that been? Where's that passion, Richard? This is what I needed today. He said, look, I want to make this work. I want to make this work with you right now. And he takes her up by, you know, fireman Carrie takes her up the stairs and makes sweet love to her. And they wake up and they go for it again. You know, Richard's got a spring in his step and he skips his way to work. Doesn't even take the, the bus. He doesn't even take the bus, but if he could, he wouldn't take it because he's in such joy. You know, and, 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 you know, such such bad news at the surgery, but, you know, Tracy and, and our spirits are so lifted by this moment of passion, this reconnection. Richard comes home and he's, he's had a few drinks and he's like, um, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm late, I'm sorry. And she's like, forget about that. And he's like, I didn't miss your appointment. I, I, I would have known, I, I would have had it in my diary. She's like, shut up, silly. He's like, what is it? She's like, I'm pregnant. He's like, what? She's like, I'm pregnant. He's like, oh, no way, what? what, what? This is amazing. He's like, how? And she goes, I don't know. She goes, uh, the doctor said I couldn't have. And he goes, oh, what did the doctors know? She goes, I'm a doctor, silly. He goes, oh, I'm just joking. And he, and he goes up and cuddles her and gives her the most passionate kiss on the cheek and says, we're going to be the most happiest family ever. So, eight months later... 
and Tracy's worked, uh, you know, worked her butt off at the surgery, and she's she's working literally up to her last days before she has to drop. And um, Richard says, "Look, I'm taking paternity leave. Um, Jim's holding it down uh, at, at the dealership right now, and uh, we've just got a new deal. Um, uh, a new delivery came in from Munich. There, um, figures looking great. You know, it's, it's been a fantastic year. We've we've only we've only flourished off the back of the Christmas performance." And she's like, look, I don't want you hanging about here. He's like, no, I'm going to be the man of the house. I'm going to look after you. I'm going to treat you like the princess, the queen that you are. Anything that you want, I've got it. So they're they're eating um, dinner, then they go back upstairs, and Richard is on his phone, and then she's like, look, I've asked you like three times. I thought you were going to help me whilst you're here. He's like, I'll do it in a second. And Richard's watching some TikTok video and he's laughing and he's, he keeps replaying it. And he's like, oh, you know, he keeps replaying after 15 seconds. I can't stop it. This is hilarious. He keeps laughing. And she's like, just grow up, Richard. She's like, this is when I need you the most. And then she takes a she takes a bag of, not a bag of clothes, a basket of clothes down to the basement where the wine cellar is. And he's like, where are you going? Come back. And he keeps laughing, haha, laughing at this bloody TikTok crap. And um, he, hears, he hears, a, hears a grunt of pain. Ah! And he's like, Tracy? Tracy? And he's like, ah! And Richard quickly throws his phone at the floor and dashes downstairs, darts down the stairs. And he's like, oh, what have you done? And she's like, no, I think I've just pulled a muscle. Luckily, it was nothing to do with the kid. He's like, look, I've got a hold of this now. There's going to be no more of this heavy lifting. You're not going to be going down to the basement. I've got it. Any any washing, anything regarding the wine cellar, I've got it covered. But more most importantly, I've got the washing covered. And she's like, well, actions speak louder than words, Richard. Um, so from there on in, you know, Richard is there. He's at the washing machine. He's, he's taking all the dirty washing down, changing the sheets because of COVID. He's keeping everything clean, you know, fresh sheets, fresh pillows, fresh towels, everything. And, um, you know, Tracy's sweating during the night. She's she's having a lot of, of sweating going on. So he gets the fresh towels from the, from the cupboard that he's been washing so frantically. And um, she says, uh, Richard, where, where's our preparation bag for when we need to go into labour? And he's like, oh, don't worry, I've put it in the wash. And she's like, what have you done that for? And he goes, oh, don't worry, I bought two more exact same bags filled with the exact same stuff. And 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 he, and he she's like, look, let, 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 let's, let's just calm down with the washing. This COVID thing's going to go away. We're okay, we're only seeing each other. You know, we're washing everything down. He's like, look, you can't be too careful. And she's like, right, right. Let's you know. Let's take a step back here. First and foremost, I need a labour bag. He's like, I've got you too. So it's a few nights on, and uh, Tracy's tossing and turning, and she's like, Oh, I think I need to go into labour. And Richard's just sleeping, and then she gets up, and then she's like, Where's my bags? Where's my bags? We need to go. And he's like, They're in the wash. And she's like, Richard, I stop. I told you to stop putting those bloody bags in the wash full of my clothes for labour. And he's like, Oh, look. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm trying to protect you from this COVID. And she's like, look, there's going to be a problem. We're actually going to go to marriage therapy counselling if you can't sort your shit out. He's like, look, I've just been a bit over over pernickety. I'm okay now. I'm, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, what is it with you in the bloody washing machine every two seconds? You're down there. And she, he's like, look, I just want you to be safe. I want our, I want our child to have a great future. And she's like, what, bloody washing fucking towels? He's like, look, I'll take a step back. I've just been getting a lot of pressure because I know about it in the office. And she's like, I didn't tell you not to go. That was your decision. I wanted, If I wanted you here, I wanted you to be on point, on guard. For when we need to roll into labour, he's like, look, I'm sorry, I've just, I, I'm better now, I'm alright, I'm okay, I'm okay. So it's just getting to that point. 
it's getting to that point, you know, Tracy's going to give birth and uh, Richard's, you know, he's, he's been better, he's on guard, he's got the bangs ready. But this this one night, Tracy wakes up, oh, she feels that, she, feel, she feels that she's ready. And then she kind of, she's like, Richard, and she's kind of like, she, Richard's not in his bed, it's like two in the morning. She's like, we need to go. And then she tries to phone him, but her, her phone, her phone's dead. Don't know what happens to it, she's not charged it or whatever. And then she kind of clobbers downstairs, like she's obviously like trying to take it one step at a time. She's in a lot of pain, and she's like, "Richard, I'm having contractions. Richard, where are you?" And then she can see the basement door open, leading to the wine cellar and the washing machine. And she shouts, "Richard!" But she can't get her her, her voice out because she's in pain. So she has to, she goes down the stairs, and it's quite dark, but she can notice a light that's on, and also there's a machine, some sort of electric machine that's running. He's, she's like, Richard? Richard? And then she gets down, she goes down the steps one step at a time. Suddenly the pain goes away and the contractions have stopped. She gets to the bottom of the steps and Richard's there. And the floor's all the wet. All wet. And Richard turn, turns around and says, Tracy, your water's broken. And she looks down and says, No, it isn't he. What are you doing? And the water's leaking for the washing machine. And Richard, he's naked. And he's in the washing machine. And Tracy says, You'll never get to see this kid again. Clean that mess up. <laughs>